0: Hello and welcome to another edition of play me or fake me and thank you as always for joining us we're excited to have you listening to this podcast as we break down college football it is kind of my favorite time of the week as we look at the early lines we do the research do the homework and try to come up with the best card possible Uh, this week we started with seven plays that we wanted to play in the early action year to date our early release college football plays 10 5 and 2 against the number Had we got the number a little bit earlier, we could have improved by two to three more victories. So that's why we want to try to lock these in as quickly as possible. So let's get to the card. We'll tell you what we had to pull off the card before we do so, though. We had two other games that we wanted to play. Number one, we wanted to play USC at Washington State. But if you didn't hear the news, obviously Clay Helton was relieved of his duties today at USC two games into the season. That's an awfully quick hook. I realize some would say he could have been hooked two, three years ago, but at least for this season, getting fired after two games, somewhat heartless. Uh, but Clay Helton is gone, and USC is now off our board as we reevaluate that play. Next up in Manhattan, Kansas, we really like Chris Kleiman in this spot. At K-State, he's 4-1 and one as a home dog since going to Kansas State, but unfortunately, it was confirmed today his starting quarterback, Skylar Thompson, is out. So we're hitting the brakes on that play as well. So. Those two plays went off the board, but let's talk about what's still on the card and games that we like. We start in South Bend, Indiana, where Purdue comes in to play Notre Dame. The Irish are 0-2 against the spread, 2-0 straight up with an ugly win in Tallahassee in overtime. And then last week they snuck it out against Toledo a Mack School at home. They could be looking ahead to Wisconsin next week. However, the Boilermakers coming at 2-0 against the spread, 2-0 2-0 straight up with wins over Oregon State and a very impressive win against a very awful UConn football team. Well, on the surface, it looked like looks like Purdue may be the play, but we're playing Notre Dame. We rarely play Notre Dame, but we're gonna lay the seven with Notre Dame. This line open at eight, it's now at seven. I wanna grab it before it goes back up. Preseason, if this game would have been played as the opener, I believe Notre Dame would have been a 14 to 15 point favorite. So the way things have kind of fallen in the first two weeks has really driven the number down. And then there's an angle here I want to talk about. The last six times, Notre Dame was either an underdog or a favorite of seven or less points at home. Let's recap it. 2020, last year, upset Clemson, 47 to 40 as a five-point dog. 2019, a minus seven favorite against Navy. They were victorious, 52 to 20. Let's go to 2018. They beat Stanford 38 to 17 2018. they beat Michigan as a plus two 24 to 17. I think you're starting to see the trend here. 2017 they beat NC State 35-14 as a seven point favorite and 2017 they beat USC 49 to 14 as a three point favorite. So for whatever reason Brian Kelly in this kind of coin flip type game, that presents itself. It's very rare to get Notre Dame at home as a favorite of seven or less. And we get it in this spot. There's too much value. Like I said, this line should be a lot higher, would have been a lot higher a couple of weeks ago. Preseason, Notre Dame was a top 10 team. Purdue is a bottom half of the big 10 team. They're a bottom seven team. I think they're probably that ninth or 10th best team in that conference. There's no way Notre Dame should only be favored by seven. So I like the Irish in this spot laying the seven, we're locking in Notre Dame today as the opening play of our early release card. Next up, we go to San Diego State, where last week San Diego State delivered a great victory for us against Arizona, but our memory has to go away. We're going to play Utah, Utah minus the seven against the Aztecs. The Utes are 0-2 against the spread, 1-1 straight up. They beat Weber State, and then they lost in the Holy War against BYU last week, so these Utes are going to be angry. Meanwhile, the Aztecs, 1-1 one and one against the spread, 2-0 and straight up. They beat New Mexico State. Everyone's going to beat New Mexico State. And then they got that big, impressive victory at Arizona last week. They're going to have the letdown this week, coming back home to face the Utes. The Utes is a road favorite prior to last week, have covered six of the last seven games. Both teams are well-coached. Kyle Whittingham, one of the best coaches in the Pac-12 at Utah. Brady Hook the former Michigan coach, doing a great job at his second stint at San Diego State. But in this situation... The Utes have the talent, they have the experience and they're gonna win this game on the road in a bounce back game coming off the loss to BYU. Utah's too good a football team to lose two games in a row and they will cover the seven against San Diego State this week. Our next game on the card, we're going with Troy. Troy minus 10 against Southern Mississippi. This game opened at eight, it is now 10. So we wanna grab this before it goes any higher. It's already gone up two more points than we wanted. The Trojans are one-and-one against the spread year-to-date, one-and-one straight up. They beat nobody in week one, but then last week, they impressed me against Hugh Freeze and the Liberty team that I really, really like as the Trojans played them tough to the end. Meanwhile, the Golden Eagles of Southern Miss, one-and-one against the spread, one-and-one straight up. They beat South Alabama, or excuse me, they beat Grambling State, but they lost to South Alabama 31-7. to That really, really has me confused about where the Golden Eagles are. Troy as a road favorite of four or more, they beat South Carolina last year 21 or 29 to nothing. They beat Texas State 63 to 27 in 2019, beat Akron 35 to 7 in 2019, all under head coach all under head coach Chip Lindsey. Southern Miss has a first year head coach, 3 and 7 last year. They did beat Troy 47-42. So you have a Troy revenge angle potentially in this game as well. Troy just has more talent than Southern Miss. Southern Miss didn't show me much to start the season. So we're willing to lay the 10 on a Troy team that we think could play some good defense. We're gonna go Troy minus 10 at Southern Miss this week. Next on the card, we're going with Miami of Florida. Minus six and a half against Michigan State. This line opened at eight. It drops now to six and a half. We want to grab it before it goes to seven. The Canes are 0-2 against the spread, 1-1 straight up. They lost Alabama, insert, everyone's going to lose to Alabama. And they won a tough game against App State. But the Canes have already played two top 40 teams. That's an impressive resume to date. Michigan State, 2-0 straight up, 2-0 against the spread. They had a nice win at Northwestern. Take nothing away from that. But Northwestern is going to be way, way down in the Big Ten this year and then they beat Youngstown State last week. Michigan State is still projected to be the seventh out of seven in the Big Ten East. They're still going to be a bottom feeder in Mel Tucker's second year at Michigan State. They're improved, don't get me wrong, but they're still not at the old era of Michigan State, where Miami, I think, is once again on the rise. They have the better quarterback in King, and Miami at home will get the cover this time, minus six and a half in a big game against a Big Ten team in Michigan State coming into their place. So play the Canes, minus six and a half. And then to wrap up our early plays, it is gonna be Central Florida, minus seven at Louisville. This game opened at eight, it dropped down to seven. I'm maybe hoping it could get to six and a half, but I've said enough is enough. I'm just gonna grab the seven before it goes up to seven and a half. The Knights are one and one against the spread. 2-0 2-0 straight up. They beat Boise State and come-from-behind fashion. Great second half in that game, if you remember. And then last week, they had a little bit of a breather against Bethune-Cookman. Meanwhile, the Cardinals of Louisville, 0-2 against the spread, 1-1 straight up. They lost the shootout to Mississippi. Didn't show me as much as I expected on offense with their quality quarterback play, though. And then last week, a little underwhelming against Eastern Kentucky as well. Not sure what's going on there at Louisville, but I don't think they're back to the level that they once were. The Cardinals are 4-7-1 and one as a home dog since 2014. This still isn't the Charlie Strong-level Louisville Cardinals, so I'm going to fade them. And you, uh, Central Florida, uh, UCF is in their third game now under Gus Melzahn and this new staff. I expect a jump in performance. As you get a few more games under your belt under Gus's system, I expect the Knights to kind of step up and be able to turn it on on offense against a Louisville defense that is definitely prone to give up a lot of points, as we saw with Mississippi. So Central Florida minus the seven against Louisville kind of wraps up our five-pack uh, plays for college football on the early releases. So let's recap one more time. We're going to play Notre Dame minus seven at home against Purdue. We're going to play Utah minus seven at San Diego State. We're going to play Troy minus 10 at Southern Miss. We're going to play Miami of Florida minus six and a half against Michigan State. And we're going to play Central Florida minus seven at Louisville. These are the games we're locking in right now as an early release. Don't worry, if you like underdogs, we're gonna have some underdogs on our card come Saturday, but those are some of the lines that are between plus three and minus three right now, and we're not feeling the need to lock anything in. Those plays will be coming, but these are the favorites we wanna get right now before the number slides any higher, and we think we got a good ticket for you again this week. 5, and two year to date. We're hoping to get four or five W's out of this card as well. Thank you for listening, and as always, let's catch some tickets together. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs>